What's going on? What's going on? Entertain the geeky. Howdy. Hello. Howdy. Today you might notice there's a, another person joining us, a uh, friend to the show, Michael Capuano. That's me. I love saying your last name. It I love saying like, my last name. sounds like a mafia name. It's like so Mastriano. Dis- so, the truth is, is that I do have familial mafia ties. Like, yeah. I've never met any of them. Well, that's not true. I did know my cousin Stevie, who only had one leg, which was lost due to a bad mafia deal. But they're all dead. Like, like as, far as, the, as far as I know, my grandfather didn't actually do anything with the mafia, yeah. but like his uncles and stuff did. So. My great-grandfather had a picture sitting on his mantelpiece of it because he was my great-grandfather was a pilot in World War II. Yeah. Had a picture of himself in his uh, living room on the mantel with Al Capone, who he met at some dinner. That's fucking wild. That they threw for soldiers. And I didn't know that, right? He was when so I proud was, of it, too. Right, and I didn't know that when I was young, right? But obviously after he passed away, we were kind of, they kept the house in the family and we were sort of kind of cleaning it out. And I, I looked at this picture and I said, holy shit. Is this grandpa with Capone? I mean, and my cousin said, "Yeah." And I was like, "Did he ever tell that story?" And he was like, "Yeah, he did to some of us." And I was like, "Wow, I wish I would have got to hear that story." I mean, all you have is a picture of you and Matt Smith. I mean, not quite the same. That's, that's not me and Matt Smith. This is just a picture of Matt Smith. Oh, that's that even he signed. Sadder. That he signed. Yeah, the, I paid. I paid Davidson. Dude, paying for the picture is way more expensive than just getting the autograph on a picture, which is fine with me. I don't really care, you know. You met him. I met him. You were near him. I was. And I, I turned into a total fanboy nerd. Yeah, I turned into a total fanboy nerd. I'm not usually a person who gets starstruck, but man, it was right after his final episode, and I was just like, oh, you're great. The hype was like super high at that point. You're great. You're awesome at this. Thanks for doing all the things you've done, you know? I had that experience with uh, Kevin Smith. Yeah. yeah. Tara and I went to uh, see Jay and Silent Bob reboot when he was doing one of the live showings here. Was that at, um, down in Del Mar? It was at the pageant, yeah. Yeah, I was there. Uh, so <laughs> nice. he, came, he came up. We had balcony seats. He came up on the balcony. He sat right next to Tara. And the whole reason I started doing this was because of Kevin Smith. So I was like, holy shit. And I'm like looking at him. I'm tapping her. I'm like, look at him. Look at him. And yeah. I'm making a scene a little bit. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, come on. Come on. Just act like a person right Calm now. Calm down. He's and, just a person. And I couldn't act like a person. I was like, man, fuck acting like a person. I got this. <laughs> so I'm spazzing out a little bit and finally he gets up and he taps me on the arm and he's like, and I was just like, I was like, I was in. I Kevin was Smith's in. one of those guys that really, I think, loves and appreciates his fans, I mean, right? Genuinely. Chris that's how he, that's he, how he, he fucking lucked out, you know? <laughs> I, I took time out of my busy life to go to his show. Exactly. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's the last time that I hung out with my uncle before he got hit by a car. <laughs> wow. Dark. That's pretty dark, wow. bud. That's a little yeah, dark. That is, yeah. That was okay. his show, and, that's, and then after that, he got hit by a car. <laughs> All right. He's like, after that, I hit him with my car. Hope everybody's feeling feeling (laughs) okay now. On on that note, we're going to talk about some Resident Evil. Yeah, doing bringing bringing Mike on the show is is twofold, right? Obviously, he's a friend of ours, and he's been on the show before. But he's also a ridiculous video game addict. Same as me, really, honestly. Enthusiast. We play pretty much the same games. In fact, we play those games on the same track sometimes. Yeah, very often. Like, I'll look at the trophy list, and I'm like, we're at the exact same place in the game. No, you'll literally not progress in a game. Until I've gotten there, you're like, I'm going to not play I don't do that, though. <laughs> okay. I swear. Okay. I just always, before I go to bed, when I close the game, I look and see, where's my buddy at yeah. who's also playing this? And let most get, of the time, we're at the, the same place. Let me get the next trophy after. I'm like, I'm ahead. Yeah. I do like to say I'm ahead I know sometimes. you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do like fine. to say that. 
Okay. As far as trophies go, Resident Evil 4 Remake is not one I will ever get all the trophies on. Some of them are tied into difficulty, and I just don't care about that kind of stuff. Like, I'm not playing the game on ultra hard mode. I don't have anything to prove. I, I just enjoy having fun with the game. I did do it with uh, with Village. Be- and I think you can do the same thing where you use some of the, like, unlockable weapons. Yeah, I did it on ammo. Village of Shadows because you had all yeah. the unlimited ammo stuff. Well, you can do that in this, I believe. Yeah, okay, maybe, um, yeah. I'll be honest, I- I've only played through it once so far. I know you've done a couple playthroughs, but I've there's a reason why. four playthroughs yeah. of I, so the game. So I'm holding off until they've come out with the separate ways DLC, so that way I can just play through everything again fresh. I'm... I'm not like you though. Like you'll play a game that many times. I consume media like once, and then we'll revisit it like three years later. Sure. Right. So like I just played God of War 2018 again for the first like for the second time since it f- first came out. Right before yeah, Ragnarok I mean, came out, and you, you played that game like ten times. I played that game for over two hundred hours. Yeah. Like so. Yeah. Like, Holy I'm, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like that with everything. The like, PlayStation. Did you notice how the PlayStation's shaming us now by telling us how long we've spent in each game? Though that's not a shame. That's, that's uh, a badge yeah, of honor. Yeah. When I realized I've spent two hundred hours in a game, yeah. I'm just like, wow. What else could I have done? Two hundred hours. 200 I played Final Fantasy fourteen, so I understand. <laughs> I got a lot more than two hundred hours into that. I mean, so. shit. I've spent almost four hundred hours in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, well. Replayed it many times. I'm, you know, playing Tears of the Kingdom right now, which we'll talk about later. Some other on some other episode of the show. Uh, but totally here we're talking annoying. about Resident Evil Four Remake, Make. which I, I, I mean, I want to get obviously first impressions. Uh, mine personally is it's one of the best remakes I've ever played, and I don't, I'm not one of those people that's like, well, get a new idea. No, I like to see the things updated for modern gaming sensibility, right? I enjoy that kind of thing. The Final Fantasy remake, the the Resident Evil, other the other Resident Evil remakes. I've enjoyed that. And I think this is by far one of the best remakes I've ever played. I agree. Um, I also tend to not even think of these fully as a remake. I really think of all these things as more reimaginings, which is my preference. Sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I can go back and play those original games anytime oh, I too. want. Yeah. Right? Like, like... Resident Evil 4 was Skyrim before Skyrim. You, like, you can play it on your refrigerator. You know, it's on everything. Yes. You know I mean? so, so, like, I, I didn't need a one-for-one. One. Right. And so what we get is something that still has 95% of those story beats, but then they expand on it. They change some things up a bit that, that modernizes it and just makes things make more sense. The camp is still there, but, yeah. but I also feel like if it's a lot more grounded. I... I walked away not only thinking it was one of the better remakes, reimaginings, but like I, I think it outclasses the original. I think it does again. Too. Like that stands alone as as its own thing, but it was definitely a product of its time. This to me is probably the best we've gotten from Resident Evil. Period. Yeah, and I wasn't even that. I was not the biggest Resident Evil Four fan when it first came out. Oh, I was, it is not one of my favorites. Yeah. I am an original PlayStation trilogy. Plus code Veronica on Dreamcast. Uh, I fan. had it on Dreamcast too. <laughs> yeah, so, so <laughs> I I was not looking that forward to this at first because I'm like, oh, do we really need a Resident Evil 4 remake? But what we got was just so much better than what I was expecting and what I had played before. Yeah. Was there anything about it that was particularly fresh? Like anything that really changed Ooh, yeah. up how the game was for you? Yeah. Characterization of side characters. Uh, Luis way better in this he gets yeah. far more depth and and growth and i don't want to spoil things too long but he may stick around a little bit longer than you expect um oh no i think yeah i mean if, if we haven't said that I, I don't think we have but yeah we might get into some spoilery territory so if you haven't played the game and you want to experience it fresh 
go do that and then come back. Yeah, you can watch this later. Yeah. I feel like Ashley has far more agency. Yes. Which is really nice. You know, she... She's not she, just the damsel in distress anymore. Man, it's it's so much more than just that escort mission. Like she 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 actually can assist in things. Yeah, and like just feels far more vital. She she's not just you know the princess that's trapped in another castle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you that's know? what I think original Ashley felt like. Right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, you're yeah. just constantly chasing her, and then when you do have her, it's a burden. Right. But now it, it doesn't feel that way, and that was super refreshing. Yeah. You know, just like not not feeling like I have to just avoid her dying. You right. Know, just like, being able to tell her to back off yeah. is a super helpful thing. Being able to say, hey, back off while I'm engaged in combat with my knife with these guys so you don't accidentally get hit and <laughs> right. die. Right. I do, I do like it though. It's just like, stay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just like, not having to yeah. heal her. Yeah. I mean, good God. You had to spend your healing items to heal Ashley, a person who's not helping you in combat in the original game at all. No. Could you increase her health bar with yellow herbs? Yes. Yeah, I her, thought so. Her health yeah. bar would increase incrementally as with long as you were using well. yeah, a yellow I'd herb. Like, yeah. I'm glad that I could just, you know, toke those up myself. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there anything that you liked less? Anything that I liked less than the original? Oh. Hmm. Either of you, yeah. I, without really thinking about it, I, I would say no. Um, the one thing that you could say is that they cut a boss fight, which I can almost guarantee is going to be in separate ways. That boss fight would lend itself perfectly to Ada's gameplay. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So, but like... That, I mean, there's nothing that I I felt like, oh, man, that's really bummer that they cut With that what out. you got, you thought that was pretty negligible then? Absolutely. And again, okay. I think we're going to get it anyway. Sure. Right. Um, even things that, like, weren't in there, I feel like got repurposed in a fun way. Um, you know, like the uh, the giant mechanical uh, uh, Salazar. <laughs> Like, replaced by a giant fire breathing statue yeah, I mean, of Salazar. It's not the same, and like, and but was, it worked fine. But it was yeah. cool. And then you have the little tiny like collectibles, like that you're going to find in those yeah. that like, look like the yeah. giant Salazar. And yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. kind of like referencing this thing. That's like, well, maybe he was working towards that, and he realized that that was so stupid. Right. Um, <laughs> when but, all the charms are based on the original Resident yeah. Evil Four models for the characters, little little keychains essentially that you put on your case that do different things. Uh, and like some of Leon's quips were cut, you know, because he's very he's very Peter Parker, right? In, in Resident Evil Four, um, yes. And some of those were cut, and then again repurposed in um, trophy and achievement names. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you still get that, like you yeah. know, like the uh, the what is it, the right hand or whatever? Is it left or right? Like, it's right hand. hand comes off. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's and the uh, and the no no thanks, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, if you can. What is it if you once you defeat Salazar? I think the trophy is no thanks, yeah. bro. Yeah. So, so, so you still <laughs> that was the those, line of know? dialogue in the game. Well, you're gonna give the girl to me. No thanks, bro. But like, <laughs> what are you saying, Leon? I, I, I definitely feel like um, the developers, uh, Capcom, and you know, I, whatever creative unit happened to do this one. I feel like they really got what res, what made Resident Evil Four Resident Evil Four because um, it's it's a campy game. You know, it's, yeah. it, it, there is that silliness. But they, they took that, you know, cut out some of the stuff that was maybe a little too over the top and then blended in that classic Resident Evil feel. Because Resident, Evil 4, does, Resident Evil 4 did not feel like classic RE no. at all. I mean, it wasn't scary. It wasn't really... I mean, it was grotesque at times. The remake is, though. Yeah, the remake the, is like, genuinely haunting. The remake has... In places. A lot of the ideas, like, like I know um, Shinji Mikami wanted to implement, like, hallucinations into yeah. it where, like, you'd be like you know, seeing ghosts and right. they do that. They, they actually that. Yeah. do 
bring in these things where you're seeing visions and stuff like that. So it's super cool. As the cool parasites to like, like taking control of your, your yeah, the central nervous like, system. Yeah. Like nice. All these ideas that, 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 that were left on the cutting room floor that, that I think would have actually made RE4 better. We have it now. So like yeah. to come back around. No, I, I don't feel like anything's worse or lessened. It's, it's everything's heightened and refined in a way that this is the definitive way to play. Yeah. I, Again, if, if you're a purist and you want to go play the little game, go for it. But I don't see a reason for me to go back to that except for comparison's sake. But. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, in reference to the two things you asked, uh, things that were wildly different. Yeah, being able to parry with my knife. Oh, it's so good. Is a great gameplay mechanic that can take even the most rookie of players, right? Because... It, it's definitely a very friendly system that I think could take even the most rookie of players and make them look like a super badass in combat. I just imagine Jason being here like, maybe I can play Dark Souls. <laughs> no. He can't. No, I can't. That's me. That's, my, can't. that's my forte. <laughs> um, so He can't. <laughs> so yeah, that's something that jumped out that was relatively different and welcome, right? And as far as things I didn't like, yeah, I think I have to agree, right? There was not really much about it that rubbed me the wrong way one of the big things that i enjoyed the change of uh was salazar himself right yeah. ramon because ramon is a weird character have you played you've played the original haven't yeah. you yeah ramon is a weird character where he's like supposed to be an old man but he like is modeled like a child yeah and his voice is kind of childlike and i get what they were going for but they did it better in the remake he does look like a little old man but he's tiny, right? And he's got that kind of childy voice, right? So just just the, the visual fidelity of updating the model to make it look more like what they were intending it to be and the hardware limited how well they could do that. I lo Like you could see too, like, because he is old and so he yeah. has all these wrinkles, but you can see he's put on like this, he's caked on this like makeup, makeup. trying to like, you know, make his skin look better and right. stuff like that, which, you know, comes through a lot better. It was the same thing in the original Resident Evil, but it just... The graphics weren't there. It looked weird. Yeah, it looked yeah. like it's a, this I is mean, a at child time, threatening at the time, me. Though, we're like, holy cow! Like this, this yeah. is what the GameCube can do. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> imagine that at one point Nintendo really was making the best looking games, like the original Resident Evil remake and this Resident Evil Zero, you know, Resident like, Evil Four. Like, yeah, man, GameCube, GameCube's on top. I mean, it hasn't been that way since. But I think Nintendo's never really needed to innovate in the graphical department, though. They innovate in the gameplay department, right? Sure. And right. they set the standard, I think, in the industry. I mean, shit, when you look back at like the N64, they kind of set the standard for what 3D gaming was on a console. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not on a PC, obviously, but 3D console gaming, they set the standard for platforming 3D console gaming, first-person shooter 3D console gaming, adventure RPG 3D console gaming. So I don't think they've ever needed to be the best-looking thing, right? Sure. No, I mean, like, especially with those first-party titles. Yeah. You know, like, they, they don't need that, but... But it, in, it was in great, lieu of that, it was a time when they were really yeah. innovating in the I graphical mean, like, department as well. Like they brought over every Resident Evil game that, that had come out to that point onto the GameCube. So you had the entire Resident Evil library up to that point. Except for Code Veronica. No, the, Code Veronica absolutely one, was on The GameCube. one we got was Code Veronica X, yeah. which was the PlayStation version where they changed the haircut of characters for some reason that was weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, Steve had like... They wanted his, to make Steve look his, more like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, that's so bizarre. Yeah, yeah. It's 100%. But Because <laughs> that's who he looked like. The moment you saw Steve, yeah, you're that, like, why is he like a tiny Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> um, definitely not the version to play of that. Um, no. Like you, can, you can play it on... Um, Code Veronica's play, great. Play Code Veronica before. X is kind of a joke. Yeah. When are we going to get that remake, Capcom? Capcom, <laughs> if you're watching this, 
Because I know you are. Oh, yes. Give me my code for That's how remake. popular we are. We know you're watching Capcom. Well, I'm on. They'll, they'll have... Uh, <laughs> I have connections. They'll yeah. have Leo come on to voice. To oh, voice God. oh, my God. <laughs> Steve's the most annoying character in the entire story. I mean, his, his story's heartfelt, for sure, but he's really annoying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was very Canadian. Like, the point of that game is not only to see Claire again and to kind of get to go back into Claire, someone we hadn't seen since two, but also to bring back Chris, who was someone we hadn't seen since one, yeah. right? Like, That's that awful. was one of the, my favorite parts of the game. When she left and went to Antarctica and the game shifted to have you play as Chris, I was like, oh, yeah. Chris Redfield, I mean, yeah! And then you get you get the Wesker reveal, yeah. which, you know... Wesker's alive. It's, it's interesting because, well... We're spoiling at the end yeah, of at the end of Code Veronica remake. Code Veronica is a game that came out. We're spoiling for remake though because you uh, get the reveal now that Wesker is still out there right. in this. So I mean, I could see them not going back to to Code Veronica. Um, well, I told you I don't think they need to. Right? I yeah. think that the point of the remakes and including Chris in Seven and Village was to get new actors, motion capture, and voice acting people in these roles because all of these characters are about to come back together yeah. for in a big way for nine. So I think the point of it was we needed to see the character at least once and we've seen yeah. all of them at least once. Right. I mean, we you, don't need to see them anymore. You, you, we know Wesker's alive. Like right. we don't we don't get the whole thing of, you know Jill's alive. Carlos is alive. Yeah. I mean like so like And do you think that's what's gonna come up in Resident Evil twelve? Nine. Nine. That's what I said. I think yeah. nine, yeah. I think they've been planning something big for nine. <laughs> I think it's why time. I think it's why Village initially wasn't even considered to be Resident Evil Eight. It was kind of just going to be a side story that connected to Ethan's story in okay. Seven. But then when the hype built, they were like, "No, nah, it's just eight. Yeah. It's just Resident Evil Eight now." There, there is pretty credible evidence that it was actually being developed originally as Resident Evil Revelations. It was, 3. yeah, yeah, because. The fairy tale element. All those games yeah. have kind of this weird fairy tale. Oh, I don't think that's even it. speculation anymore. But, I think they yeah. confirmed that it would, that was what they were initially yeah. but using. But then, yeah, it they for. just repurposed it. And, yeah. and it works. I, I adored Village. It was my game of the year in oh, it's fantastic. 2021. Or yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Time has no meaning. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, like, I, as much as I love Code Veronica and would love to see an updated version, it, it, it does feel a little unnecessary. Yeah. Because um, you, can, you can just have. Because, like you said, it, it was kind of a reconvergence of of some of the characters and let's all get all these characters things. back in well, the story we're again. just going to do that in nine i'm i'm, I'm fairly confident yeah, you know, yeah. like I, I think that that's definitely going to be there and i i hope i hope the rumor's true that they uh that they're going to play with the the, the number the numerology in the title yeah because people are saying like oh it's going to be like resident evil phoenix because because wesker is going to be back you know sure so yeah that'd be kind of cool yeah i mean i think i think doing even what they were trying to do initially was to set Wesker up as some kind of bad guy, which came to a head in Resident Evil 5. But Resident Evil 5 is not a great game. It's a great co-op game. And, and arguably... It's not a great game on its Yeah, own. arguably, Resident Evil 4 is when we begun that downfall to leaning more heavily on the action side yeah. of what the games were and letting the horror part of it kind of fall to the wayside. And that's not why fans play Resident Evil. I want to feel anxiety. Yeah. I want to walk down that hallway with all those windows and worry that one of them is going to get broken and a fucking zombie dog is going to come in and chew my face off. That gives me anxiety. That makes me feel a thing through the game, even even when it was just a PlayStation game, when right? I, when the graphics when, were Legos compared to what we have when now. When I go to escape the stresses of everyday life. I want to be stressed. I, I want to be stressed by fucking zombie I, dogs jumping through a window to chew my face off. Yep. That's I love right. to be scared. But, for, you know, I, I got to thank Jason because 
back when Resident Evil 2 remake came out, mm. I, I I refused to play it. <laughs> it had been so long since I had experienced that that fun and stress that like I wouldn't play it. And Resident he, Evil 2 was so bad. Well, yeah, oh, but dude. he kept saying to me like, if you want to come over one day and hang out, yeah, like with me, I'm down. So for I that. grew up with my little sister Katie watching me play. She shouldn't have been watching me play. She was a little Resident kid. Evil. Resident yeah, Evil games. Say, and Silent, watching like, she watched that. me play the entirety of Silent Hill 2. We were talking about it the other day. Oh she would have been like eight years old. That game is so dark. She's watching, she, yeah, I was, I was that game's about babysitting like my sister. Was mental trauma oh, over the death of yeah. your wife. Yeah, like, God just, damn. Yeah. I'm, I'm, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I was a bad babysitter. Thanks, anyway, Capcom. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> But, you know, Jason, like, he kept pushing me to play. He's like, you just got to do it. Like, you got to push through it. He's like, in fact, there's this free DLC where you can go and get free. infinite yeah, ammo. Yeah, it's been like $4 or something, right? $4 or $5. Uh, you know, you're right, because it's free now, though. It's you, free you now, You get it free yeah. now. But so, like, I was like, okay, well, with infinite ammo. So I went and downloaded that and was able to actually, like, I didn't actually even use the infinite ammo. But knowing that I could use it made, you feel made me feel more secure. Yeah. And then like, and then Resident Evil 3 Remake comes out, which is a game that I actually do love me despite too. the cuts. Like, that's a game that was severely cut. But that came out, and I'm like, I'm not touching any free stuff. Like, And now I'm I'm all in on it. Like, I'm, I'm playing through these things in the dark. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, like I, I'm, I'm super immersed. I'm like, come on, do your worst. He you tells know? his wife, he's like, hey, I need you to just jump in the room sometimes and scream. <laughs> true story. True story. I wasn't playing Resident Evil, but she did that to me one time. She yeah. actually, she, she fucking Sparta kicks the, the, the door open while I have headphones on and I freak out. He's like, yeah, I punched hold her. On, it was just on, the one time. On. And she gets mad at me because I'm like, you almost gave me a heart attack. She's like, oh, I almost gave me a heart I'm like, no, I'm actually like, like my pulse is racing. She was mad at me because I was mad that she scared the crap out of me. You know? I was like, like shit my pants. I'm I like, just did it. It's your fault. And like, I'm sitting there. She walks away. I'm like, what did I do? What happened? What did I do? <laughs> you know? That's how that's how love works, right there. One hundred percent. You know. Oh, there's a lot of times I question, what did I do? What yeah. did I do? Well, that's because we're dumb men. So. We are. Oh, 100%. we're horrible. But, yeah, um, yeah, we're we're horrible. I'll sit there and try to do it. It's like, oh, actually, you didn't do anything. You know, I just yeah. this 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 TV show made me upset. Oh, okay, I dreamt that you said something. What? It's right. not fair. <laughs> oh, dude, that seems a little unfair. That that, that fight's happened many times. Many times. <laughs> I dreamt that you were cheating on me. That seems a little unfair. Yeah, because oh, I'm not. I was, dreamed about me because I was sleeping afraid. right here next to you all night. I promise. Yes, I was here. I, I woke up in my own drool. As a matter of fact, it was very unattractive. Um, back to Resident Evil. Yes. So, but no, like so we get na- sidetracked. Na- but nowadays, like I'm, I'm. Thanks to you pushing me to do that. Thanks to Infinite Ammo, I don't need Infinite Ammo anymore. Right. Um, and it's. Well, and the I, funny thing was, you you paid for it. Yeah. I fucking actually worked hard to get, to to get it, it, right? Yeah. Because to get those things in-game before they made them available to everybody, you had to, like, beat the game in under three hours, yeah. which meant, as a gamer like me, meant complete torturous agony for skipping cutscenes and not clearing yeah. entire rooms. That was agony for me. Sure. But I did it to get that unlimited ammo machine gun, the, 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 the oh, what the hell do they call it? The... The one that has the, or, oh, no, the, one the, that has the spin. Gun. Yeah, the Gatling, Gatling gun. gun. That yeah, is yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, unlimited ammo Gatling gun makes Mr. X a joke. Yeah. <laughs> shoot his head off with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the first time I saw him, I yeah. shot his hat off because I was immediately going for his head. In Resident Evil 4 Remake, did you shoot, shoot the um, head off of, uh, what's his name, the Big Cheese? Yeah, Mendez? Mendez, Of course. Yeah. Of course. I was so good. I was like, oh, there was, there was no achievement for it, I don't think there was there. 
Uh, no, I don't think so. That was a bummer, man. There was an achievement was within his boss fight, though, not that not just for defeating him. I don't remember yeah. what it was, though. There's a couple things like that. If you yeah. if you defeated him a certain way, like the uh, when you're down in the sewers and you're fighting the left hand or right hand, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, the, you know, the, the big if you, monster. If you thing. fight him, if you kill him normally without just like running away. Yeah, you know? it was also a challenge in the game to kill him without using the the liquid nitrogen yeah because i don't know if you remember that from the original resident evil 4 where you're in like the I basement do, i do i do and a big monster thing was chasing mm -hmm. you it had to freeze it yep. with liquid nitrogen so as soon as i walked into that room and saw the liquid nitrogen thing i was like ah shit yeah this part is gonna be hard <laughs> it was so good too they did they I, I didn't think they were going to do like the perspective where it looks very cheesy we're just watching you. the monster oh, hunting there. you. Yeah, that was yeah. so good. Well, and just hearing it scutter around right yeah. above you. It, it, they created a good atmosphere, I think, with the remake. That's something that is above and beyond what makes it uh, a, a perfect remake for me, not only of Resident Evil 4, but just in gaming in general, is they managed to take a game that didn't have a lot of that darker atmosphere like the originals did and still maintain what the game's story was and add in that. Right? There are times when you'd be walking down a hall and all of a sudden all the music would drop out and you're like, what, what the shit? Why did, no, why did the music stop? Why is it so quiet? What's about to happen? It's, it's interesting because it's like Resident Evil as a series, I think, sometimes inspires itself. Yeah. Um, it's very clear that Village was inspired by 4. And, like, and vice versa. Village inspired the remake right, of because, 4. Because like, it's like Village took the, like the, the, the setting of 4, but really just added that that creepy atmosphere and having you feel so tense and then yeah now we we take that and implement it into four and it just it works better than village even yeah. like i i'm shocked that this is now probably my favorite resident evil game you know i i've always loved resident evil 2 um the original like that like that yeah, yeah. that is that is pinnacle that resident double evil. disc game oh dude like yeah. and, so and you can good. play it so many different One, the ways, two ways different right? routes yeah. and everything like remake didn't really do that in the same way where they're because in the, in in the original you had the zap system right where you um could leave an item somewhere where the other character could go could and pick find it up. and things yeah. like that that was super cool which they played on and didn't do as well in zero but anyway yeah. um uh i think that they tried to implement the ideas where you know when you finish your game with leon starting a game loading that save with claire starts you at a different sure. position in the police station you come to it a different way than he does so i think that works well but you're right i mean it was such a it was a more robust system yeah, you had different boss fights you know yeah. and this it they they it's pretty circum, like circle back to the same place yeah, you know it's pretty samey. Yeah. um you know you still have to beat both like do like a leon a and then a claire b to get the full story right, right exactly you know, but like doing a doing a Leon A, Claire A. It's just the same thing. I mean, there's not that much difference. Right, it's the same like, game. Where there really was then. Um, but no, that was always like my my watermark Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, then Resident Evil 1 remake on GameCube. Like those, Still own those that two, one. Yeah. I thought were like, like, you can't get better. Resident Evil 2 remake, amazing. But somehow RE4 remake, to me, is now the best that they have put out. And I just was not expecting that. I was. There's no better endorsement than right there. <laughs> but I think, yeah, to wind it around to, uh, you know, overall conclusion type of thoughts, I think the story is pretty much intact. Like you said, with the little extra flair that kind of adds to some moments that didn't have as much impact or meaning. I like that all of the. All of the codec calls mm. happen in real time as opposed to taking me to a codec screen like the old Metal Gear Solid or Resident <laughs> Evil 4 games. Um, and 
I agree. I think it's just it's a superior game to the original in every way. Yeah. It's yeah. uh it's one of those times where like the the advent of technology and stuff really paid off. It's, exactly. It's like they made the game that they always wanted to. Yeah, and I think that's what people don't get about remakes a lot is sometimes this is just the developer's chance to make a definitive version. People gave Naughty Dog a lot of shit when they did Last of Us Part 1. But it is now the definitive version of that game. It is, it is so consistent now between the two parts that it just feels like one story. Yeah. And that's the intent. And that, that right? was, a from a story perspective, one-for-one one remake. They did yeah. not, they did not change add anything. They didn't change anything. And to you know, the layman, like you, you might not even really notice it. You might just be like, oh, it's just you know, slightly higher fidelity. They built it from the ground up, though. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Using like, the models they had developed while they were making two. Like, like, I mean, there's complete reworks of, you know, environmental things. Like, yeah. totally different. And they, they make a lot more sense. <laughs> you know, like, you, you look at some of the stuff in the original and, like, the layout of things just, it, it it's this weird sort of uncanny valley thing because it's, it's not actually how things look, you know. Right. But at the time, you, you didn't really notice it. Now in the uh, uh, Last of Us Part 1, it, it looks as real as you're going to get. Yeah. Um, and it's, I know a lot of people were like, why am I paying this much for, you know, this one for one, you know, fair, but if you've never played it, definitely do it. If you love that game, definitely do it. You yeah, know, exactly. I think it's just like, it is a, uh, definitively the definitive game, uh, version right. of that game. And that's what I think sometimes a remake can be. Sometimes they're soulless cash grab type things. Right. And that happens quite a bit in the industry, but I think, Every now and again, something comes along that shows you, you know, like real care and love was put into this so that we could update it and we could modernize it for gaming sensibilities today. This game came out in 1998. That's not how we game anymore. It's not even close to how we game anymore. Let's revisit this because we love it and we want to see it updated and, and, and with a fresh coat of paint. I mean, the Final Fantasy VII remake, I think, is, is another perfect example of what we're talking about, right? Is It's not just a cash grab. It's a new thing. Yeah, it's... It's you know. a new thing that feels good, but also distinct from the original. Absolutely. And, and that's how the Resident Evil 4 remake, yeah. I think, played out. Yeah. I, Final Fan The Final Fantasy VII remake is... <laughs> nice use is of the ultimate there. version. <laughs> is the, because it, it's a sequel, guys. It's, it's, it's a sequel. It's a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. It's yeah. it's it's a sequel. Um, I adore that game, and I'm so looking forward to the other parts. Just Rebirth. Be, be, yeah. Because you're not getting just that one for one. They, they are changing things up and I can go and play Final Fantasy VII a million different ways. Anytime I want to. Yeah. And, and, and it holds up and it looks great. I know that there are people that wanted just a better looking version one for one and that would have been cool. There actually is um, like a mobile version. It's that, actually coming to consoles. Yeah. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's yeah. it called? Like there we go. Soldier? Like, I, I don't know what it's called. It's Crisis something. Yeah. Like, yeah, they put Crisis in so all like the names. So like that's, that, it, it, it it still uses that same sort of, you the know, chibi, chibi style, style, but it's way higher fidelity. So, like, that'll be there. But I do know people that would have loved to have just how Final Fantasy VII Remake looks. In the old one for one, but like, JRPG style. You know, honestly, I've played Final Fantasy VII so many times Damn. that, like, I probably would have been like, yeah, this is cool. But I it, it, I wouldn't have been as enthralled as I was. I, I love being surprised. Yeah, give me something you know, new to latch onto. The idea that maybe Aerith's not going to die. Sure. Like, maybe, or maybe the choices if, we make will affect that, you know, or can change that. Like, wh why? Why is Zach maybe bad? Like, I, these these are interesting <laughs> things. Like, you yeah. know, like we're 
if we just got that one for one remake, we wouldn't still be talking about it. We still wouldn't be speculating. Would you? Right? Yeah. Would you give a shit if it was just a one for one? You would at first. I mean, I'd play I mean, it. You'd be like, oh, this this yeah. is cool. Would you finish it? Yeah. I, mean, okay. I probably would finish it, but I'm not going to max out all the material. Like, I we platinumed. Oh yeah, yeah. Final yeah. Fantasy VII remake. You know, like, and uh, I wouldn't and, have done that if it was just a one for one. And Mike put the analogy the best, right? He was, I was Rocky. Right. And he was my coach through that hard playthrough because the real interesting thing is playing it on normal versus playing it on hard. It feels like a very different game, even though you're playing the exact same game, same fights, same bosses, all of that feels like a different game because it makes you strategize before even a random encounter. It makes you go, what am I, what do I have equipped? What am I going to take advantage of? What am I going to cast? It makes you think about every fight, not just Using a boss material that you never even yeah. gave a second glance in. In, in the that was something you would tell me right on the phone like oh well just make sure while you're doing this you're also using this i'm like i've never used that like the oh my god material. you have to use like, that chakra. yeah because you're not healing you're chakra not, you're not yeah well there's there's prayer and chakra yeah chakra um, is a free thing it doesn't cost magic yeah. points and it heals you based on how much damage you've taken mm -hmm. so the more damage you've taken the more healing it gives you because you're not healing outside of combat you can't you can't no. sit at rest yeah. points yeah like you have to yeah you have to like make you sure that you, know, you can heal yeah. you can heal yeah. but your magic points don't respond that you're right. Yep. And every Been chapter, your magic points respawn, yeah. but they don't respawn during the game. You either have to find three little boxes that you break. You get to the end of that chapter. Magic, or get to the end of that chapter and still have some magic for that boss fight. Yeah. And there's a couple of chapters that hit you with a boss fight right at the beginning of the chapter and right at the end of the chapter. Jesus. Like the sewers. Oh. Uh, oh. The yeah. sewers hit you with a boss fight at the beginning of the chapter yeah. and at the end of the chapter, and it sucks. So you got to just make sure you don't. Well, and use the up sewers all your are the hardest part not to use magic because those damn lizard men. If you don't use fire, they will destroy you. <laughs> they can turn you into a frog. They can silence your magic users. Like, <laughs> uh, those things suck. Once again, fun through stress. <laughs> <Different kind. laughs> I mean, I can't even count how many times I called him on the phone while I was trying to finish up how the hardest parts of the game, right? How, like, how did you put on Ultimate? Like, <laughs> oh, screw that thing, dude. It wasn't even about beating it. I, it was, I just need somebody right now. <laughs> it wasn't even about beating it. Because I had done that during the normal playthrough. Yeah. It was about going through that gauntlet yeah. of freaking... You fight every summon in the game in a row. Oh, fuck that. Right? With it. the same health and magic that you start with. And on top of that, when you're fighting summon Bahamut, he loses about three quarters of his health. And he summons another summon to help him out. That's so good. Like, what? What? Compared to the final thing, which is supposed to be the hardest thing in the chain, you get to the fifth fight, and it's supposed to be the hardest fight. The fifth fight was a joke compared to the fight against Bahamut. Bahamut, you fight fourth. He's the second to last. And if you lose, you got to start all over. Go through the whole gauntlet again. It was horrifyingly terrible, but it was necessary to get the platinum trophy. Horrifyingly. Horrifyingly. Horrifyingly awesome. Yeah, I would say differently. I mean, I did it ultimately. But the, the final one, he can't even hit you if you're standing behind him. He has to turn around. He's a big, slow robot that has to turn around to hit you. So all you got to do yeah. is stand behind him and cheese the shit out that of him the nothing, whole time. Yeah. That boss fight is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we got off topic. But I think, ultimately, Resident Evil 4 Remake is a remake you should play. If you're a Resident Evil fan, if you're new to Resident Evil, um... It's all a the remake. remakes are good to play. Yeah, it's all, I mean, all the remakes are good yeah. to play, no doubt. But it's a remake that I think stands above the rest. Yeah, I think like if 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 you just want a quick quick fix, Resident Evil, get Resident Evil Two remake, play through that, then play Resident Evil Four because if you'll love Leon, you know he's consistent between just, both of them. Yeah, you know you'll get you'll get to see that growth. Those are the two best ones. Um, yeah. You know, 
I love three, but your mileage may vary. I love three too, but yeah, you're right. Most people didn't like three because it left out the clock tower and it left out, you know, other things. Things that were really Certain redactions, yeah. 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 But yeah, so that's Resident Evil 4 Remake. Thanks to Mr. Cabuano that's for me. coming and, and talking about it, for sure. Thank you for the hundreds of hours that you've placed in it. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. I did it only for this. I, I actually <laughs> had no intention. Yeah. He's like, I wasn't so even going to play it, but Jason was like, hey... You're going to have to so you can come uh, on the show. No, because the 100 of hours, that applies to me. He's only played it once. I've played it for 100 so how, hours by what, now. Uh, single playthrough, that's like 30, 40 hours? No. So single playthrough, I would say, is going to take it people anywhere from like 12 to 17 hours. Yeah. Oh, um, it's not a long okay. game. It's, not but it's, also, it's also one of the longer Resident Evil games. Um, but yeah. yeah, like now, that being said, I could probably go and get that game down below three hours now. Just speed run it. Yeah. Like, even only having played it once, because what's taking so long is all the backtracking. Yeah, you know, like and, and boy, there's a lot of backtracking. I love it. Has a little bit of Metroidvania. I was gonna say I, I'm a Metroidvania nut, so yeah. like that, that I I took my time and just kept going back and looking for all the treasures. Speaking and, of Nintendo innovating, also two things where they innovate. I mean, that whole genre, the name of that genre is based on the two games they created, Castlevania and Metroid, that birthed that genre. So, to be fair, Konami is Castlevania, which started on. Nintendo. Nintendo, sure, but understandably yeah. so. But Nintendo yeah. was the one who brought Castlevania to the public, right? But, but screw Konami though, right now. Let's just, I just want to say I that. Don't. Look, <laughs> when they make that Metal Gear Solid remake, I'm gonna play. When it. When they make any game, I'm again. gonna play it. Let's, that new Silent Hill, I'm gonna play it. <laughs> Enough with the Pachinko machines, Konami. Yeah, I just need no give more us games. Yeah, give me real games with real substance. Give them games. All right. Um, you guys need to go to entertainthegeeky.com. You can like, follow, follow right comment. Over yeah. Right, right here. Right on mic. Right there on mic. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. Entertainthegeeky.com. You go there. Um, Boom. You can do all of our social things there. And uh, do us a favor. If you've played Resident Evil 4, tell us your thoughts about it. Yeah. Was there anything that you loved that wasn't mentioned here or anything that you just couldn't stand about it or anything at all? Just give us your thoughts on it. And uh, as always, stay geeky. <laughs>